0: Hey DCL fans, if you're thinking about taking a Disney Cruise vacation, or any other Disney vacation for that matter, consider booking your trip with us. We are an independent travel agent affiliated with Mickey World Travel, an authorized Disney vacation planner. Our services are completely free, and you'll receive an onboard credit up to $1,000 just for booking with us, which can be used for shore excursions, spa treatments, shopping, and much more while you are aboard your Disney Cruise. We also have a wealth of cruising experience to help you answer any questions or concerns that you might have. If you're interested, send us an email at wes at mickeyworldtravel.com. dot com. And now on to the show. <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome to episode number 27 of the DCL Dude Podcast. My name is Wes, and I wanted to talk today about the teen spaces aboard the Disney Cruise Line ships, specifically Edge, which is for kids ages 11 to 14, and Vibe, which is for teens ages 14 to 17. And to help me, I've invited a guest on the show who has some experience in these areas. Ed is 18 years old and is from New York and has sailed on a number of different cruises where he has spent time in both of these spaces. Um, He also just returned from his first sailing as an official adult, so I'm really looking forward to talk to him about those experiences, Um, and he was also on the Magic's inaugural sailing to Bermuda. So a lot to talk about here. We'll hopefully get into all that uh, as well. So uh, let's get right into it, and I'll welcome him into the show. So hello, Ed.
1: Hey Wes, great to be
0: on. Yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for coming on. It's great to have you. So why don't we just start off? I'll have you tell us a little bit about your experiences sailing with Disney Cruise Line. Uh, how many cruises you've been on? How old were you on your first cruise? How many of the ships have you been on? Things like that.
1: All right. So I've sailed with Disney six times: twice on the Wonder, twice on the Dream, and twice on the Magic. My first sailing was a four-night Bohemian cruise aboard the Disney Wonder. On November 1st, 2009, which had calls in Nassau and Castaway Cay, as well as the Sea Day, and I was nine years old. I have also sailed on other cruise lines as well.
0: Oh, okay, cool. Uh, what other, just out of curiosity, what other cruise lines have you sailed on? Primarily Carnival. Oh, okay. Nice. So, you just got back from a cruise. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that trip?
1: Um, This was the best Disney sailing I have ever experienced. This was Disney's inaugural sailing to Bermuda with um two day call in Bermuda. Yep. So that was really cool to experience an overnight like that, to be able to get off the ship at night and get some really cool pictures in front of, you know, the ship with all the lights and stuff. Yeah, yeah. They don't do overnights um very often. Right. The cast members and service were just hands down amazing this trip and i would um i hope that this is the experience everyone's getting right now because this was the best experience that i've had aboard a disney cruise
0: that's awesome so was it the best because of the itinerary or because you thought that the uh the cat the uh the the crew was exceptional or what was it that made it the best you've ever been on
1: I think it was very hard to put a finger on one specific thing, but I would definitely say it had to play into the itinerary and, you know, how Darren, the cruise director was making a hype about this historic sailing as he kept referring to it as, Uh and, you know, and then getting to the Island of Bermuda, everyone was so happy and excited and, you know, welcoming because this is Disney coming to their island. Now. Yeah, right. So that was that was a really cool um experience. You know, to get to see all these people at the pier when we were pulling up, taking pictures of a cruise ship that you know we've sailed on before and will sail on again. Yeah. And this is the first time some of these people have ever seen anything Disney in person. You yeah, know,
0: right. So did they did they do anything special to kind of welcome you into port?
1: Um, We pulled into port, you know, they had a special, um, like, water salute, so to say, as we were pulling in. And then a little, like, um, drum group was there as we were mooring up. And then um, that evening, there was this big party in the Royal Naval Dockyard with um, local vendors and restaurants set up tents. And they had a band. And um, I believe the characters came out for a little bit. That's cool. So it was really cool to get to see, you know, a lot of the locals getting excited because we were coming. So that was, you know, very nice.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. So because it was uh, docked there overnight, was there, could you kind of come and go as you pleased, you know, whatever hours you wanted? Or was there, you know, an all aboard uh, in the evening and then a new all ashore in the morning?
1: So according to the paperwork, all aboard was 11.58 and then all ashore was 12.02 (laughs) as far as the overnight goes. But there was no requirements to be off and you could have came on and off at um, your leisure at any time. They just put that because um, for documentation reasons. Yeah. According to guest services, because I asked regarding that, and yeah. I was able to get off with um, no issues around that time. So
0: that's awesome. So there was oh, I'm pretty
1: pretty well with that.
0: Oh okay, cool. So what what kinds of things did you do while you were in Bermuda? Um,
1: on the first day, which was a Saturday, we went to the um, famous Pink Sand Beach, yep. Horseshoe Bay. Yep, and. That was really cool. They had a steel drum band, and it was all um, guests from the Disney Magic because we were the only ship in port. Mm-hmm. So that was really cool because a lot of familiar faces. Yeah. So you knew um, your fellow beachgoers. It almost felt like it was Castaway K. Sure.
0: Was it pretty crowded? <laughs> and then
1: um, I would say maybe two thirds of the beach were filled up. And that was only with Disney magic guests yeah. because there was no other ship. So I bet you if there was um, two or three ships calling in Bermuda, it would get pretty full. Sure. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we went back to the ship, cleaned up, went back out to experience that little, um, welcome party festival that they were having right there near, um, the ship and then got back on to enjoy dinner in an animators palette that evening. And then the next day, we went and um, took a ferry, which is only steps away from the cruise ship, over to the other side of the island, Hamilton, which is yep. is more of like a business district and shopping district. Okay, but many of many of the shops and restaurants were closed because it was Sunday. Oh, yep. So that was a little bit of a negative, you know, not knowing that they were closed until yeah, we got yeah. over to that side of the island. But there was a few shops that had signs in the window, um open Sunday for Disney Magic and okay. stuff like that. That's so cool. they made a few shops made accommodations. So nice. there was some shopping. It's just it I would definitely go on like a weekday sure. next time if I get the chance, because then you you will have plenty of shops to enjoy. Yep.
0: Had you ever sailed out of New York before? No, this was my first
1: time sailing out of new york and um we had a delayed sail away due to the refueling process being delayed during the day so we um dropped lines around 7 p.m so it was dark when we sailed away so it was cool i was you know a little bummed because i wanted to see the full sail away but i opted to go see Tangled the Musical, okay. and then leave that um, just shortly after the lantern scene so that I could catch the um, downtown and Statue oh, of Liberty yeah. and okay. Barzano Bridge,
2: Yeah,
1: because that was one of the highlights that I really wanted to make sure I got to see, so I enjoyed that. Um, I would like to sail out of New York again and hope that we sail out during um, daytime, like yeah. Normal, so that we can get that experience of seeing everything and not having to miss part of um, one of the Walt Disney Theater shows. But it was definitely a cool experience to, you know, get in the car and drive an hour and be at a Disney cruise.
0: Right, right. So they played Tangle the Musical on on, uh, Embarkation Day?
1: Yes. So um, the order of our shows was... Tangled, the musical, on Embarkation Day. Yeah. On Sea Day, number one, we had um, Michael Harrison, which was ventriloquist and comedy.
2: Yeah.
1: On um, night one in Bermuda, the night we overnighted, was Twice Charmed, so uh-huh. we missed that because we went to the festival yeah. in town. And then Sea um, Day, number two, Or rather, Pirate Night, the day we left Bermuda, was um, Marcus Monroe, Mm -hmm. who was like a juggler and comedian. And then Sea Day number two was Disney Dreams and Enchanted Classic. Oh, okay. So I was, it was, you know, a very unique lineup for the shows, being that two of the three main shows were while
0: we were in port. Yeah, I'm really surprised that they had that they had tangled on on embarkation day that's probably one of the that's probably the most popular one on that ship so uh i'm pretty surprised by that and uh had you had you seen the show before
1: yes it is my um currently my favorite show throughout the entire disney fleet and uh, yes i have seen beauty and the beast i think tangled is better yeah um and i was i think when we went to Dreams, it, the theater was packed, and yeah. I think it had to do with, because a lot of people didn't see the first right, two right. Disney shows on board because of the schedule.
0: Yep. So did you have dinner uh, at Rapunzel's Royal Table that on embarkation day two, or was that a different night?
1: Yes, we were um, lucky enough to have dinner at Rapunzel's, the same night that Rapunzel's was um Tangled was in the oh, cool. Walt Disney Theater. So that was really cool to get that um to get both sides of
0: it. Yeah. On the same night. What did you think of the the restaurant?
1: Rapunzel's Royal Table is hands down one of the better restaurants across the Disney Cruise line fleet. And I sailed on the Wonder in Parake and on the Magic with Karaoke. So I got to see what that space was Uh in every form. And, you know, this is definitely the best. And it's great because it's a character
2: meal, essentially,
1: because the thugs are there throughout your entire meal. And then you have um, Rapunzel comes around to your tables. And then maybe 20, 30 minutes later, Flynn Rider comes around. The only the only negative I would say is it's a little loud, and people don't stop talking when the yeah. um, when Rapunzel and when Ryder are singing oh, on the okay. stage. So yeah. it's hard to, um, you know, hear some of some of the songs you heard fine, but then others people were just talking, and you couldn't really hear the um, performers. Gotcha. That's too bad.
0: We're uh we're sailing uh beginning of November, so I, I've been on the Magic before, but not since uh Rapunzel's Royal Table was added. So I'm I'm really looking forward to that. I, I've heard a lot of really good things about it. Um so I'm pretty excited yeah. for that.
1: Definitely get there early to get to experience the thugs uh-huh. and to kind of see the restaurant before it gets packed. Yep. Because they also do have a, a three piece band playing almost the entire time oh, cool. that you're in the restaurant. Nice. And they're playing a variety of songs from Tangled and um, Disney songs, like "It's a Small World" or "A Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow."
0: Oh, cool! That's awesome. So one more, one other thing I wanted to ask you about the Bermuda sailing. So since it was the inaugural sailing, did was there anything special that they did in terms of like in-room gifts or special events or, you know, merchandise, anything like that?
1: So, as far as in-room gifts, there was nothing. Okay. There, They did mention maybe 20 times a day that this was a historic sailing <laughs> and the inaugural sailing. Yeah. And at anytime there was a PA announcement, we heard those words, yeah. historic or inaugural. Um, trying to every push the merchandise, you saw maybe. It, every time you went into the theater and the cruise director was yeah. up on stage, you know, tomorrow we're making a call this historic call at um you know king's wharf and i'm like so they kept bringing that up and there was a, a limited line of merchandise for the inaugural um visit to bermuda but there wasn't anything that was like they could have done a lot more so for bermuda you know yeah right but so I think they kind of lacked in the department of maybe even just the print that said, you know, inaugural sailing to Bermuda in the room or something like that.
0: Yeah, right. All right. So uh, I want to kind of ask you some some questions about your experiences in the uh, in the teen spaces aboard the Disney Cruise Line ship. So. Um, On your previous sailings, so before you turned 18, did you spend, I guess I should say, how much time did you spend in the Edge and the Vibe teen spaces?
1: To be honest, it really depends on the sailing. For instance, back in 2016, when I was on The Wonder, Uh I was in the Vibe for many events. But in 2017, on The Magic, I didn't really attend much in the vibe i attended a few events but not many Mm -hmm. but earlier this year in 2018 aboard the disney dream i went more to experience the space due to it having you know a lot of features that the other ships don't have right but it also plays a lot into the group of people that show up and partake in the events within the edge or vibe during that sailing oh okay you know, because you need to have a good group of um, fellow cruisers yeah. to enjoy some of the events. Whereas, you know, when you're past that age group and yeah. you're in the um, nightclubs, for se, there's such a large group of people because it's majority of the adults aboard right, that right. there's going to be a lot of people to do events with and stuff. Whereas here, you're limited to who shows up.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Set events within the um, youth activity spaces. So, gotcha. That that kind of is annoying a little bit.
0: Yeah, yeah, right. So uh, on your on your sailing where you didn't spend much time there, what was the reason? Was it just because uh, you know it was port intensive, or because you just had other things you wanted to do? What what was the reason for uh, for not going?
1: So on that sailing, it was a five night. Um, Western Caribbean on the Magic Mm. with three sea days and one port of call due to um, a cancellation of a port of call. So we did sea day, Cozumel, sea day, sea day. Oh, okay. And it really was just the group of people who showed up to the vibe weren't, they weren't a fun group. You know, by 11 o'clock everyone was gone and it just wasn't exciting. Whereas you know say on the 27 um the 2016 sailing aboard the wonder it was a really good group they were there from when the place opened that in the late morning or early afternoon until you know one or two o'clock when they would kick us out
0: Oh, okay yep gotcha can you maybe describe the layout of the spaces a little bit just kind of tell us what you know how what what's going on in there what kind of things they have
1: yeah, definitely. So on the Magic and Wonder, the vibe is located in the forward funnel uh-huh. or the midship elevators. And um it is located on deck five forward with a deck four entrance via the walking track on the dream class, which is the dream and fantasy. Right. The the edge, on the other hand, is located on deck nine near the family pool, or the o- old location of quartermaster's arcade. Yep. For anybody who's familiar with that, <laughs> yep. on the magic class, and on the um, dream class, it's located in the forward funnel, which you could take the midship elevator to um, access, mm-hmm. with a view into the
2: aqueduct.
1: Yep. The vibe, the vibe aboard the. Um, Dream Class is a very good space, much better than um, any other youth activity space aboard any of the ships because it features a private pool, two hot tubs, sun deck with different activities like foosball, as well as two very large indoor rooms which had huge plasma TVs to play video games or watch movies as a group, yep. as well as um, solo video game chairs and movie chairs and media chairs and, um, a smoothie bar.
0: That's awesome. <laughs> so cool. they, they put a lot of effort
1: into that space on the dream Club. So that's a really cool space, you know, and especially that private pool and hot tub
0: yeah,
2: to get
1: to, you know, cause you know, the pools fill up
0: Oh yeah,
1: fairly frequently. Um, so that's really cool to be one of maybe four people in a pool. Right. <laughs> that's sure. like unheard of almost. I know. And then um, on the magic class, it is a much smaller space, but very cozy. Um, I've only seen the magics since they have been updated because I stopped in there on this thing just to check it out. Yeah, It's a very modern look. Um and they, they've got a great TV, you know, it's small little coffee bar, great views overlooking quiet cove and, um, you know, off the sides of the ship. So you yep. get a really cool view, but, um, it's fairly small. And then the edge across all four ships is a fairly small space being that on the magic class, it's in quartermasters and on the dream class, it's located in that forward funnel, right. but they do use a lot of other shit venues like the sports deck or D lounge. And they have the ability to do that because kids are allowed to check themselves in and out right. without needing a parent. Whereas in the um, younger youth spaces, they're kind of limited to those spaces because of the um, security reasons. Right.
0: Yeah. I, <laughs> Whenever I get a chance to uh, tour the, the vibe on the Dream Class ships, I always take the opportunity because it's it's cool to be in there and just to, to check it out. And you almost wish that even as an adult you could just stay and hang out there because it's such a cool place. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Um, what kinds of activities and events do they have for, uh, for teens in these spaces?
1: They have a variety of different activities um, from – time with the crew staff DJ where you're able to use the DJ's equipment and, you know, mix some songs up and play them through the, um, Viber Edges sound system, the private screenings of movies in the Buena Vista theater. Hmm. I've, um, part partook in, um, make your own pizza and make your own smoothie events as well as, you know, ship wide scavenger hunts and, um, ship-wide games of almost like tag where you gain points instead of making a different person it. Yeah. And you got to use like um, you got to tag them with the back of your hand or two fingers and you get all these different points. And if you say certain things when you tag them, you get like different points. So that's like really cool because they have such a variety of events that they please everyone, Yeah. you know? you might not like this event but in 30 minutes or an hour there's an event that's nothing like this event so everyone can enjoy events you know
0: that's cool and i and they're all listed out on your navigator right so you can kind of pick and choose when you want to be there if there's certain events that you want to be at
1: yeah and after you know if you're a first-time cruiser the navigator is going to look very overwhelming but (laughs) you know just use your finger and Find which line you're applicable for. If you're an adult, go into the adult line. Or if you're looking to meet characters, put your finger on the character line and then just move it over and right. see what's happening throughout the day. And then the times are listed right there at the top. So it's a really great tool. I recommend having a paper navigator on you at all times just because yeah. it's great to whip out and see um, what activities are going because the app can get very overwhelming sometimes.
0: I agree. I like have I like the paper. Uh, I prefer the paper navigators to the app myself. So uh, that's a good tip. So are there? Uh, I mean, if you wanted to just go hang out in one of these spaces, could you do that, or did you, or you know, if you're in the space, do you have to? So say you were in the vibe or in um, in Edge when one of these events was going on, do you kind of have to participate in those, or can you just kind of hang out and do other things?
1: So if the
0: event is held. In the location, depending
1: on the event, you don't necessarily have to partake. Mm -hmm. But say the event was, say the counselors were leaving the location, you can't be in the location unattended.
0: Okay, so so there's there's not someone there, kind of all the time, just in the if there's not
1: if there's not a Disney cast member, you're not allowed to be there. And so say the. Say the navigator says that um, the edge is going to D lounge for karaoke. You're not allowed to go to the physical room that yeah. the edge is located, but you're allowed to um, go into the D lounge, which is closed off just for edge guests.
0: Got it. That makes sense. So you talked earlier about the you know the the people in these lounges are the ones that make it a fun experience. So have you ever made friends in one of these spaces that you kept in touch with outside of your cruise? So after you after you got off the ship?
1: Yes, throughout my sailings, I have made um, friends with many guests and cast members. This past sailing, I made a group of um, friends who were guests who live local oh, to nice. me. So we plan on, we actually plan on meeting up soon. So it's really cool, especially if they are, you know, close to you because you get, you know, new friends that you would have never met otherwise. And, um, it's always cool to, you know, stay in touch with cast members that you make friends with because, you know, if you're ever in an area where they are, you might know a lot about the area or they might know a lot about the area where you can meet up and make plans and, show each other something like um, when I've met up with some of my friends who are cast members in different parts of the um country I've met up with them in my local city which is Manhattan New York because they frequent here as it is a home port for the ship yeah. and I've met up with friends in um Juneau, Alaska while I was on one of my carnival cruises we docked with the Disney Wonder and you know I just shot over a simple email. Hey, do you have any plans? Or are you off this day? And we were able to meet up for a coffee. So it's really cool to stay in touch with people that you meet on the ship because, you know, you never know when you're going to get to see them. Like, yeah. so the who knew when we met in the Bahamas a year and a half prior that we'd be sitting in a coffee shop in Juneau, Alaska, <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's pretty really crazy. Reminiscing about our time in the Bahamas. Wow, that's wild. So, so it's really cool to you know, make friends and it's really easy. As long as you put yourself out there, there's going to be people to make friends.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. One other, one thing I forgot that I wanted to ask you about the edge and the vibe. So if you're 14 years old, you know, you could go to either of the spaces. So I guess what's the, what's the main difference between the two? Like, why would you go to one versus the other if you were a 14 year old?
1: Um, so there is
0: a difference in events to
1: some extent. Mm -hmm. Some of the events in the edge are, you know, maybe a little more simple. Some of the events in the vibe, maybe a little more mature. And as far as, you know, what you're doing, like you might have to be going all across the ship for a scavenger hunt in a short period of time which might be more suitable for 16 and 17 year olds rather than a 14 year old.
2: Yeah.
1: Whereas in the edge, it might not be as intense. Um, you know, they might have a different variety of events because say the vibe does have that coffee and
2: smoothie bar,
1: whereas the edge doesn't. Mm -hmm. So I would take advantage of both spaces if I was in that age range, because there is, um, they're both great spaces, and they both have a lot to offer. It's yeah. just depending on what, what you want to do, really. Right. They they even do some events together, so you wouldn't be missing out on anything if you choose to go to one space over another.
0: Gotcha. All right, cool. So I also, I also wanted to talk to you a little bit about your experiences uh, since you just did your first sailing as an official adult, because I remember when... I first turned eighteen, and wasn't able to go uh, to the vibe. I was a little bit bombed, um, and I had you know some trouble filling my my spare time. So, um, so what what did you uh, on on this on your uh, on your Bermuda cruise? Did you find that you missed being able to go to to vibe?
1: Um, yes, a little bit, but after like maybe the first three nights, I kind of got comfortable going to the adult spaces.
2: Okay.
1: So, I think it was just the initial, you know, first few nights, like, ooh, I'm going into these spaces now. It's weird. Let me see what events I like and dislike. Because, especially as being a repeat cruiser, having sailed in the vibe for, like, two or three previous sailings, Uh it was... I knew what events I liked and disliked. So I knew which ones not to show up to. Whereas here I'm starting from scratch essentially as far as that's concerned. So that's kind of, um, something that was interesting. And, but by the end of the sailing, I didn't really think, um, that I missed the vibe at all. And I was um, part of the Facebook group for this sailing. So I met a lot of people who were in the adult spaces through that because primarily the people on Facebook are adults. And a lot of them also had kids near my age. So I met them through the Facebook group. So that was kind of cool to know a lot of familiar faces on board. So you did feel a little more comfortable going into these spaces. And then I did get to meet people my age through that because of these people having kids.
0: Gotcha. That's cool. So what kind of activities did you find yourself doing to, to fill the time that you might've otherwise spent in the vibe? So did you, did you think that there were enough activities for an 18 year old?
1: Yes. On this sailing, I did take a lot of time to meet characters Mm -hmm. because I always do enjoy getting to see them. Yeah. But they did wear a lot of different outfits on the sailing. being that on the first day they wore their cruise on outfits, Second day they wore their Halloween costume. Yep. Third, third day they wore their beach wear, which you can normally find on kiss to AK yep. and formal wear that night. The next day they wore um, pirate all day. And then the final sea day they wore their, um cruise line outfits again so it was really you know every time you met the character you were meeting something new because they were wearing new outfits so that was a really cool experience so you know i tried to get all the characters in their different outfits throughout the course of the sailing i think i only missed two the entire sailing nice and and you know i met all i used um my ticketed events for the Frozen Meet and Greet and Princess Meet and Greet. So that was really cool. There was five princesses on the sailing. Normally, there's four, so that yeah. was exciting.
0: Nice.
1: We had Tiana, Rapunzel, Belle, Cinderella, and Ariel. So that was um, fun.
2: Yeah.
1: And then I also... Um, I spent a lot of time in O'Gills watching the Yankees lose, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. In <laughs> One of my favorite 18 and over events is Halloween is not just for kids, which is found on most um, Halloween on the high seas sailings. right? And um, that is the adult Halloween costume party where they give out awards for all these different Halloween categories, which one person in my sailing party came home with most original. So that was exciting.
0: What were they wearing? Um,
1: they were dressed up as the Tooth Fairy, <laughs> but it was 100% homemade. Yeah, nice. So that was really um cool. Yeah, Halloween on the high seas was great in general. Yeah, um, I highly recommend if you can do a cruise during this time of the year because I do know it's hard being that school is still right. fresh. Um, but if you get the chance to do a Halloween on the high seas sailing, the extra activities that Disney has, um, put in really make it an enjoyable sailing.
0: I bet you, did you see some other like crazy costumes around, around the ship?
1: Oh yeah. I saw, um, it was a family of three and, The parents were dressed as the main characters from One Hundred One Dalmatians. Wow! Maybe their twenty-one-year-old, twenty-two-year-old kid was on his hands and knees in a dog (laughs) costume. So, like, there was some people were just wearing like incredible T-shirts with masks, and then other people were going full out. So it was really cool. Um, You know, you saw. Everyone from the littlest of babies to the oldest of adults dressed up. So that was really exciting.
2: Yeah,
0: that's awesome. All right, well, I uh, that's about all I had for uh, for this you know discussion. I, I appreciate, really appreciate you coming on. Uh, a lot of uh, good information in there, and kind of what I wanted to find out about uh, these teen spaces. So. Uh, thanks for, thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it.
1: Anytime. Thank you again for having me on Wes and, um, enjoy the rest of your day.
0: Absolutely. Thanks. Uh, you too. As a reminder, you can connect with the show by following along on Twitter at the DCL dude, or by liking us on Facebook at facebook.com slash DCL dude podcast. Please feel free to ask a question or leave a comment or share the podcast with your followers. I'd also be very grateful if you could rate the podcast on iTunes uh, and leave me some feedback. And of course, if there's anything I can do to improve your listening experience, please let me know. Thanks so much for listening.